This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. I warn you once more to not take this challenge. But if you truly want to find the third element leading you to the Book of Lore and bring it back to your green hoods, then you must go forward. You will need to travel through art. By the way, my, my sister, Hetty, she wanted me to give you this. And uh, she, he hands you a, a woven humanoid figure. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> kind of creepy. Adam, And so no. when he says Adam, he wants... Adam! Adam! When he says he wants your hand in marriage, he is asking me to literally bring your hand to him. But promise me... If you leave this room, do something naughty. Shall we? Yeah, Let's I, do it. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there next door. All right. She inserts her key and turns. So you have made it through the second challenge, and now you are gifted with a long rest before you face the third of the, and and hopefully final challenge, that Dorian Gray has set before you. So walking into this room, the door shutting behind you, melding into the wall, door no more, um, you look around, and this room really looks as if it has not been lived in for years, maybe decades? Uh, but you, you see just small signs of it. Still tasteful, still a little classy, still very what you're starting to see as Dorian. Uh, you see a shelf off to one side with cobwebs daintily strewn over one of the corners. And if you were to take a closer look, even the strands of webbing would look baroque. Uh, a single queen-sized bed sits in the middle of the room with lit candelabra on the tables flanking either side. And of course, to your left... Right on that wall, you see yet another painting of Dorian Gray. And as just with the others, it is an oil painting on a canvas. Uh, but this one, its own flavor, uh, is, is perhaps the most striking to you so far. For you see hints of other people, other figures, other beings behind him, but as shadows. And so as you approach it, you see his cool, pale, flower-like hands even seem to have a curious charm. 
the shadows over his shoulder are of a nebulous color that none of you can say what color it is exactly. All attempts really fall short. It even seems to glitter from some angles. And in even some parts, if you were to look close enough at some of the figures behind him, they almost look familiar before melting away and reshaping into different forms of different beings. Just as he's looking back at you, he merely elegantly arches one eyebrow and daintily claps his little fingers together, much like Dumbledore in the very first Harry Potter movie in his approval. Well done. Well done. Finally, I will say this is the first time I'm hosting people who've gotten through the, the second room. Any remarks? Any pleas? Any bargains at this point? Well, first thing, howdy, Mr. Uh, Mr. Dorian. It's good to see kind of you again. Um, but let's, I, the ask that I would, I would, I would just really love if we could cut with, you know, all of the trials and you could just give us the paper, give us the sheet, give, give us what we need and we'll be out of your hair. We res- we passed the respect trial. We passed the first trial. Just do us a solid. You know, there's a lot of stuff brewing. <laughs> oh, is, is this you saying, hey, forget about the third trial and just hand you my page, hand you the next page in the book of lore? I'm sorry, is that how you got through the previous room? You just kind of let me be real with you moment, let me straddle the back of a chair and sit here all cool like some middle grade history teacher. I... I'm afraid that's not how it's going to go. Well, listen, it was worth a shot. Okay, all right? Arch Druid Waldo always used to say, always be closing, and every shot you don't take is a shot that you may miss in the future. Or miss now, too. Then. He wasn't an enigmatous man. Ne- never st- quite stuck the landing, did he, with his quotes? He didn't. It was long and drawn out and real rambly, but if you, th- if you think about it hard enough, there are nuggets of wisdom in there. Long and drawn out indeed. Look, honestly, you probably did this in the previous room. Did you just keep talking at them until they got so bored that they just threw it at you in desperation? I mean... Probably also the music I was playing at that time in my life. It's not really music I would be playing again. I've learned if one hears bad music or bad conversation, you have to drown one of them out. Bad music, drown it in conversation. Bad conversation, drown it in music. But, yes, I'm sorry, I don't want to uh, cut you off, sir. I believe I was cutting you off. That that reminds me... uh Speaking of, do we have to be respectful still? Is this, does that have to spill into the, nether, the next categories? Or can we be our, you know, natural selves? Oh, are you wanting to get sassy right now? And a, a, small, a small smile tugs at one of the corners of his, his lips. I mean, that challenge is done, yes. If you want to be quite disrespectful, quite... I don't know, cheeky. Uh, go ahead and do it in here as long as you want, darling. I, that's well, not Mr. What Gray. I, I, I think we are the ones who feel disrespected. I mean, look at the state of this room, 
and I take my, my newly acquired hand and I'm kind of brushing it through like the cobwebs. I mean, I don't know if this speaks more poorly to you, Mr. Gray, or to your butler, Merton. Where, who is tidying this room? Oh, yes, <laughs> Merton, Merton. Go I, off, Queen. Let him have it. Thank you. And he says while still picking up canapes from her new tray. <laughs> yes, I, I, I honestly didn't know if anybody was going to get to this room, so I, I kind Rude. of forgot to have anybody come in here and spruce it up. Uh, but it doesn't, it seems like you're doing quite fine. Is that my never-ending canapé tray? Yeah, d- oh, did you, did you need this? Do you like Back? it? I mean, of course, it's a never-ending canapé tray. I mean... The only thing better would be a never-ending chocolate box, but this thing's fabulous. He kind of uh, pouts as he considers. That might be a good idea. You know, I did design that. I do like to tinker here and there, make it beautiful and useful. So if you got it from the previous room, then by all means, it's yours. You just have to survive the next challenge and then take (coughs) it with you. You get the tray and the page. Well, just uh, promise. No, no, no. This is a business conversation, gentlemen. Let us let us do business. So I really yes, do the think ladies the are cho- talking. The, <laughs> I really do think the chocolate box is a great idea. I would say I will give to you that idea in exchange for one free for basically send all the prototypes to me and I will enjoy them. And once it works, I'll tell you. Hmm. He thinks and just all of a sudden you see kind of like flittering from the background. You see like a smaller, darker figure and it it gets closer. You see this small uh, winged gargoyle. That's the best way I could put it. Just this this little mini gargoyle um, comes in. He sensing it coming. He holds up one finger and it lights right there like it's a little sparrow. And he holds up one finger to you and he listens to it for a second. Oh, how droll. Such a pity. Well, hopefully this goes a little faster. Uh, tell myself, yes, they're in the room. Thank you. And the little gargoyle, like, like flies off. Is that how you all communicate? By gargoyle? What if there was a medical emergency? You gonna send Skip- Skippy down to get other Dorian to bring us a band aid? Well, no. I I mean I I would hope that we would just die. That's right. You That's right. no. I don't I actually don't want you to die. You're too interesting mm. for that. Seems like a funny way of expressing not, that. Not giving us the page. Could be. You might be interested to know what one of my uh, gargoyles had to say. I I'm sure you have. Heard before now, we do have gargoyles on the pinnacles of the building that keep watch. Uh, But some of your friends? (laughs) Not your friends, really. Uh, But there are, what do you call them? Hands. Uh, Circle hands. Bad hands. Spotted hands. There we go. Uh, Some of them are nearby. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. That's why we need the page. Well, how do you know they're spotted hands? Did you go and examine their hands? <laughs> well, it does help to have gargoyles that come in many different sizes. They're like nesting dolls sometimes. So I like to make them. 
But yes, they did a little bit of intel for me, for the real me. And it seems that on the borders of my land, of my commune, just in the hills right there, looks like there's a sizable warband, it was saying. It was counting at least two dozen, what he was saying it looks like, suits of armor with some light inside. Maybe you know what that is? We might. What's it to you? Well, if they're gathering on my borders, and they do seem to be warlike, then that can only mean that they want to break through. They're going to have a hell of a time at it, though. I will say that. Well, listen, if you need any uh, other minds to talk through what some of these mechanical beasts can do, me and my boy Poppy could have a little conversation with you. But we need a page, all right? We may or may not have experience with said suits, but, uh, you know, really, if you wanted, you could just do away with this whole trial. We could help you. We, you could give us the page. I feel like this is win-win. I pull out one of the controller boards from my pockets, and I just, like, I look at it, and I just put it back away in my pocket. Awen, or Aaron, I should say. Aaron, would you roll a Persuasion with Advantage? Oh, yeah. Damn, I still have my plus 10 on Persuasion. Should have been me. (laughs) Yeah, you can still Oh, two and a three. (laughs) No. What? Oh, man. Next time I'm going to roll a real die. I'm sorry. Did you just flash something at me that was something you made and tinkered with? I am... I am intrigued. Color me intrigued. Trust me. I, I am interested in what you have to say, and I can see that the timing and the onus are too but really this place should not have been found by such a large party as that two or three on foot that makes sense that's what this is made to be found by but i don't know what's drawing them here they should not be able to come here in that many numbers so that is concerning but i even if i wanted to help you I couldn't. This is already a ceremony. This is already something that has been planned and created and cannot be undone. You must go through all three. So even if I were to say, oh, what the hell, I like you, I can't. And I believe that you have it in you to create. Why not? You're powerful enough to do that? It was a fail-safe, even against myself. Oh. I'm so you're not the real Dorian. You're just like a fake Oh, Dorian. I'm a shadow of him. I am him and I'm not him. Yes, his, his personality and his memories up until a point are inside. Like, uh, seeing you with that little fun, what do, you, what, do you, what do you call it? My control board? My penis? What do you yes. call it? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, not yeah, yet. How, it, it depends on how much you're watching in here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, judging by the three of you, you've probably put over a blanket where I am. But no, that that control board, I have worked with those that have built that. A great bridge, even, mechanical and yet organic at the same time, was built by my civilization. And it once spanned that nearby river over there, which was grander than it is even now. So many 
so many years have passed. And even the people of Benamucky made it even greater. You know, great armies once rode across that bridge. And I even remember... I even remember this ice spear of my own kinsman glittering in the sunlight. And he rode away into shadow. And he kind of has this far-off kind of look in his face, like looking into the middle distance. And as he's describing this, the shadows behind him, the, the nebulous figures, almost kind of coalesce and reshape into, you see almost like the shapes of armies. You see the shape of a, of a bridge. You see the shape of someone who looks like a mighty warrior with a tall and glinting spear. And then, as he says that they rode away into shadow, it disappears into mist. And shaking himself out of this reverie. Anyway, you need your rest. You have the final challenge in front of you. And while I can guarantee that some of the time on the outside is going much slower than the time on going on in here, I can hold against what's out there for quite a while. But I am now feeling genuinely curious and perhaps hopeful that you make it all the way through. Well, fake Dorian, I hope we get through too. Mr. Gray, before, before you go, and before mm. we get much needed rest, mm. all this talk about, about machinery and organic materials, do you recognize this? And I hold up uh, my new hand. Does this look familiar? Why do you have Sybil Vane's hand? So are, you are a version that knows Sybil Vane. Quite. In, in your time that you exist in, have you yes. already broken that poor girl's heart? <sighs> yes. So you know what became of her? Yes. I'm, from talking to her, no, it wasn't just convincing her like you said, something flippantly just getting weird and wild and just convincing her from my key. No, I listened. And I'm not blaming you for what happened. It certainly feels like, it seems like a lot of blame might be on her part, but I just want to know why. I want to know why you said no to her. I said no to what she asked for. I could not give her what she wanted and what she expected. She wanted all of me. And I'm afraid I cannot give all of me. I don't... I don't have that ability. And she deserved far more than just the shell of who I once was. Now, did I explain it fully? No. I perhaps was a bit too harsh. I did probably overestimate her feelings at that time. Overestimate her ability to look at it objectively. 
and I didn't recognize the necessary empathy I should have had to help with that pain. I thank you for your kindness in saying you don't blame me completely. I sometimes have to tell myself that it isn't all my fault, that she was her own person, her own rights, able to make her own choices, and that choice was irrevocably harmful. But I still blame myself largely for how it turned out. I understand. I... Hmm. I can slightly understand what you mean. I think what I hope now is that you don't regret the possibility of you having the opportunity to help us help you and to help so many people to stop what is growing outside this literal uh, area that you all live in. There's still time for you to get on our side. We are trying. We're on the same team here. Don't make the same mistakes. Bertram, was it? You know what my name is. Don't play coy. Bertie right. gets so sensitive about that. <laughs> right. Well. I didn't call you Mr. Frey. No, no, that's that one. And he points at Awen. That's that one's favorite thing to do, I've seen. Uh, I, I would say I am starting to remember what it feels like to hope. And I hope that you are much more than just the best laid plans and the noblest of hearts. I hope that you have what it takes. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher, and I'm here at the break to say, well, howdy doody, partner. <laughs> uh, I hope that you are enjoying our latest installment in the arc, in the picture of Dorian Gray arc. We are so happy that you are here. And so, uh, I'm just here at the break, really quickly, um, to... 
invite you to a couple things. Uh, and so first of all, I'd love to invite you to join us on Patreon um, in what we are calling the Omamam Fam. So you can find all that in the show notes. Um, of course, you can go onto our main website, omamam.com. That's where you can see our beautiful mugs right there, uh, as well as descriptions of the, uh, the classic literature that we've covered. You can get in touch with us there. But also, if you go into the Patreon, um, you can you can join the likes of our, our newest member, Kenamot. So welcome. We love you. We're so happy you're there. And you can get some cool bonus stuff, uh, bonus episodes, um, early release, uh, talking to us on the reg, uh, and many more hijinks to be had. So yeah, join us on Patreon. And then the second thing I'd love to invite you to do is to take a few moments to leave us a rating and perhaps even a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Now, what I like to do is to read aloud some of the reviews that people leave so kindly. Uh, and most of the time it's it's coming from, of course, Apple Podcasts because that is the just the first place I look at. But you can leave it everywhere. I mean, I'd, Spotify, for example, is another spot where you can leave a rating or review very easily. And so one person that has been leaving us pretty regular uh, reviews on there has been Alish Tomanek. So we see you. We love you. Thank you. And so I, I will, today I will read your most recent words from a week ago um, where Alish said, it's great to have you back. I've listened to a few other D&D podcasts while you were on break and none compares to this one. And then a bunch of hearts in all different colors. Thank you, Alish. So be like this awesome person. Leave us a rating and review. It's just a few moments of your time. We read it as a team and it means the world to us. And then, of course, others read it too and they're like, hmm, maybe, maybe I'll pass this along or maybe I'll give it a try myself and I'll join all these awesome people on their Oh Mam Mam journey as well. Join the Oh Mam Mam fam. Uh, leave us a rating and review. Uh, and it really just means that much more. It makes a huge difference uh, to our little small independent podcast that we have going on. So that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show. Shall we? Do you guys want to get some rest? That yes. sounds like a good. You guys want, you want to take a long I thought rest? You, how I'm did you have to stop yourself from health. saying like the best laid plans of mice and men? I thought no. you were going to say that. I was like, do not say that. <laughs> Is that I the wasn't. line? <laughs> yeah, uh, Robert Burns. There's a poem. Best oh, laid see, plans of mice and men. Okay. So yeah, let's rest. let's uh, let's take a long rest. Mark it on your papers so ah. that you're back to full health, full spell slots. You guys, do you want to do anything before you take your long rest or prep anything or? Hmm. I don't know your I mean, player can I, sheets. I guess it doesn't matter before or after. I wanted to just roll. I wanted to roll perception and see what we see in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to invite you to do that for sure. Okay. Then no, there's nothing. Yeah, you wake up. No. If you want to do that when you wake up. Are we all cuddled it. in? Are, so are we all cuddled in the bed like cute little mice? I feel like Penelope would not like that one bit. No, she would hate that, but it, but Kimmy would find it adorable. <laughs> Kimmy is the there, little, wants one to be the littlest spoon. Bed. Mm -hmm. There's one queen size bed. How are you guys arrayed in this room? Mm -hmm. I meditate like, on the floor. Yeah. Penny's in like, Shavasana, I'll take the bed. Like, are you in corpse bows or? Okay. 
<laughs> I don't know why I like the idea of, of, I think I did it last time as a joke, but again, I'm fascinated by this painting and the, the shifting kind of glittering, amorphous, shifting shadows behind Dorian and Dorian might himself become part of the shadows and like come, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in and out of it. I had the idea of seriously standing in front of it and just like observing it. Like as I'm in my rest of not moving, my eyes can still like scan and try and glean whatever information I might get or any conversations that might be happening in the painting or any figures I might see. I think I'm just interested by this painting. Yeah. Why don't you roll perception or you're looking at something specifically too since you're kind of honing in on i would say even investigation oh, if you thank like because i'm not good at perception <laughs> Ugh, that was a bad roll that's uh, a yeah, nine oh no that's oh yeah that's a nine you do notice that as uh, as as your compatriots kind of settle in for meditation and sleep, and you start to almost stand vigil in front of this painting, that Dorian almost grows bored or weary of watching you guys, and he kind of sighs, and looking over the three of you, you see an interesting mixture of emotions cross his countenance. Uh, you. You can't quite be sure, but it almost looks like a, a wistful hope. Uh, but that's all you're able to. There's something else in there that you can't quite pinpoint because you rolled so low. Uh, but, the, <laughs> um, but kind of giving each of you one last cursory glance, you finally, Bertram, he gives you one final wink and then does melt into that blackness, melt into that, that nebulous, inky hue. Uh, and it, it, it kind of what I'm thinking in my mind, because if you guys remember, I'm, I'm basing each of these paintings that Dorian has, these self-portraits, on actually a series of self-portraits uh, that was done by, oh, who did Starry Night? Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Uh, that, just like after a series of self-portraits that were completed by Van Gogh over different parts of his life. And so they're very different from one another to kind of show this the mental state he was in, the life uh, experience that he was going through. And one of the l- later ones di- did look like this. And it was actually his, uh, a more, a harsher period of his life. But it, it shows like these kind of figures behind him, but he's using the swirly lines that evoke uh, Starry Night a lot. Um, and, and the hue itself is hard to, to pin down. And some of them look almost uh, human-like and as they're figures. Others look like fantastical, grotesque shapes. Uh, and it, it almost looks like it moves as you kind of move around the painting, which is pretty cool to look at. So how I imagine it here is when people try to paint the night sky, especially further out where it looks like you're going into space, there's a almost like a glitter to it. Like there's this silvery undersheen to it, um, but that you only catch it quickly just in the right light. And the rest of it is just very inky black. Uh, and that's what it looks like. Uh, but you don't recognize, like, you don't see any shapes of, of people or figures or familiar faces to you. Like, nothing to it stands out. But there is this tone, this aura of sadness and fatigue that almost comes off of it in waves. Okay. A little 
little color, little color. There. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. And then Kimmy said you wanted to roll perception on the room. Yeah, I yeah, also... The morning wake up, perceive. That's what oh. we do. Yeah. <laughs> Pop out of bed and look around. No, it, uh, Kimmy does want to know how hard is it for Bertram to be in this room and not dust it? You know what I mean? Not just, <laughs> is, he, is he like holding back from picking <laughs> off that cobweb? I think he's almost... Oh, that's a great question. I think there's certain jobs that he, he enjoys doing as a butler. Like he knows he's, he would do a fantastic job cleaning this room, but I think it wasn't like the fun job one of the roles he had he was more of like the people person he liked talking to people and i think he also liked help he he liked helping where he'd be seen <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> i don't think he'd helping. like to do the dirty work in the dark in the dark corner he wants to be seen for the work he's doing fair enough <laughs> if he's collecting donations he's ringing that bell <laughs> i also don't think he wants to be assigned as the help to a1 and penelope certainly he doesn't yeah. want to like do that <laughs> understandable well penny is uh sleeping definitely on top of the covers i would say pretty corpse posy as well like hands crossed chest just knocks out best way to sleep mm-hmm. i think like while penny's asleep um i'm gonna like quietly pull out of my bag uh my bag of holding that i have <laughs> um my vorpal scimitar and I'm going to just kind of like oil it, sharpen it, spend some time with it, getting to know it as a weapon. <laughs> Don't make that face at me, Adam. <laughs> I've already made one <laughs> joke. I mean, you already I had the joke more. about pulling your dick out or something. Oh, my and gosh. And I believe okay. back in Oliver Twist, there was a long drawn out scene about yes, how you was. were like yeah. cleaning your sword by yourself. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, Sorry. I'm just a child. No, no, you're good. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm really like I've tried so many command words. I don't know what the command word is for this. I'm trying to attune to this thing, and I really I just want so badly to figure out how to make this thing flame on. Do you try anything? Yeah, I think I like try some phrases. Um, I, I try flame I'm, on. I'm Go curious ahead. for like the, the 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 rules of the game. Is it like how does this work? Like. Caitlin, do you have a word and you're waiting for him just to guess it? Or is it like a role? Or like, how do you uh, finally achieve this? Uh, pull back that DM screen. Yeah. Like that. Uh, I don't have one word. Like, I'm not like, it's, it's bananas. Let's, let's wait and see how, <laughs> like, because right. I think that's cruel, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's not a role because that makes it a little bit too, uh, the other end of the spectrum of like too easy, too, too random and too easy. Yeah, I'm instead kind of trying to meet it in the middle, where I have a theme to kind of what the potential words and phrases are that fit Awen, because this requires attunement and the the particular type of attunements too. Uh, that I think it's it's waiting for a word that strikes true to who he is and where he's at. That's the best way I can in this in this lore of this world, you know, at my table as how I'm choosing to DM it, um, is that that attunement means he's got to choose a word that that fits Awen and the story at the same time. Kind of just like find that perfect point where the two coalesce. That's what I'm looking for. But then also, does it have to be something like bizarre and random that he hasn't said in 70 sessions? Like it needs to be. 
that a lot. Rutabagas, or I don't know, something like that, where it's like, it it can't just be like, it can't be power or something because it's like he's probably said power dozens of Sounds times. Sounds like it just has to like make well, sense. Well, I don't think that moment. would really fit Awen. Yeah, I don't think that would fit Awen. I'm just curious. Also, I'm, also, I'm, actually, I'm interested. Oh, oh, actually, uh, Aaron. Yes. See, I, I, uh, there is something that I will have you roll for. Go ahead okay. and roll Arcana. Sick. It's always like when you got when you got a, a ma- when you got a magic item, and you're trying to figure something out about it. Uh, Arcana is always a good roll. Nine. Yeah, as you're kind of tending to this, almost desperately pleading with it, like, please turn on, you know, the fact is like you're, you've stuck a new set of batteries in and you're like banging the bottom of the, uh, the battery, you know, pack that mm-hmm. you're trying to just like wake it up. Uh, nothing, not even just a sputter of energy goes through it. Um, but something you do notice uh, with that nine is that, the third time you do it, the third time you're trying, you're moving it around, you're flourishing maybe, you're saying words, as you're doing it, you feel almost a blockage in your body. Like the hand that is holding the sword, I'm assuming you're maybe holding it in two hands? Are you holding like one on the pommel and one maybe on the blade or something? Yep, yep, yep. Um, What hand does your ring rest on? Mm -hmm. It's on my it's on my right hand. And are you right-handed? Yeah, it's on the pommel. Beautiful. Yeah, just as <laughs> as like you feel like just a blockage on this hand with the with the ring of the three sisters that you had taken from Macbeth, just like a, a blockage almost right there. Like this any potential thrumming of power is just stopped. And it's coalescing in the pommel of the sword. Yeah, I think I like, I hold on to the, I hold, I, I feel, I feel the pommel, I grip tighter as I look down at the ring. And I think about the power that is held in the ring. And the power of the scimitar. And I look over at my friends, asleep, and like offline. <sighs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe next time you'll sing for me, baby. And I put it back in my sheath. You hear a whisper in the back of your mind. Hey, Wynn. Why do you want to play with little swords when we can create magical swords? Each one of your fingers can shoot out darts. They can blaze glory in front of you. They can topple down armies. But you want to light up a little sword with fire. Tisk tisk, my dear. We just want to play. Won't you let us out? There's always something in it for you. Why would you give me this power? Because you're so fun to play with. All right. Don't forget. You get power out of it, too. Lots and lots. Tides can be turned if you just let loose. And the feeling of the voices fades from the back of your mind with (sighs) just the hintest scrape of a talon. Once again, (sighs) down what has become like a sensitive spot on the back 
like just on the inside of your cranium. Is it sensitive in like a negative way or like in a very like positive? You way? tell me. You tell me. I like I to give you a I, neutral okay, word. Well, you read into it. I think at first this was like a really jarring experience. I think this 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 scratching talony like scrape. It's one of those moments where you bump into something new and you're like, ugh, it's kind of like an ick. You're like, what is this? Mm-hmm. This is this is like kind of new. I don't like this. Especially it's like causing me some pain. But I think now it's almost sensual. It's almost like like tantalizing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. lusty. Yeah, for sure. And that kind of fits uh, in with exactly how they're going to play that game. Exactly how uh, they're approaching it as well. And as that recedes too, and as you are starting to have confusing feelings <laughs> inside, uh, uh, it, is, it is time to, to wake up for the two of them. So I, I would say, Penny, you'll, you'll be the next to rise. Uh, and looking around the room, why don't you roll perception for me? Uh, an unnatural 20. As you blearily blink your eyes and, and adjust to the feeling of waking, uh, you look around the room and, and you see kind of Bertram positioned in front of the painting with no Dorian in it, just the swirling dark mass inside that glitters every so often as a trick of the eye. And then the your eyes further sweep the room and you catch a glimpse of Awen sheathing this sword that he can't quite you've seen it before like whispering at it uh you it's to the point where you're starting to forget why like what is this sword doing it's just a sword right uh but then he kind of pauses and his eyebrows furrow but then relax and a shudder runs through him and then he opens his eyes and he comes to and before you really start to register what's going on, something catches your eye in the corner. Mere feet away from Awen, but he has been too absorbed into what he's doing to really notice. And it's shiny. Penny carefully crawls to the edge of the bed to get a little closer and see what, what it could be. You spy propped up in the corner something that looks like it's large it's like this staff um made of wrought iron um but then it has sort of a a piece attached to it at the top that is made of many different hues and is is quite beautiful to behold uh, but that's all that you can see at this point, because it is low lighting in the room, uh, it's largely from the candelabra that are dotted about the room. So you would have to get a little closer uh, to, to see it more clearly and take in its shape. But you yeah. do see that it is some kind of staff with something at the top, and it is shiny and colorful and pretty. Ooh. Penny then pulls herself out of bed and just slowly approaches it drawn in by the shiny and prettiness Mm -hmm. as you get closer it it starts to take firmer shape and you see you see that at the atop this staff is a small palm-sized orrery and for my beloved listeners out there I, i this is not a word that i knew 
a year ago, something like that, uh, we were actually having a game night with one of our, our patrons, uh, and uh, he used this word um, during the game night. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, I had to look it up too, but it's basically a model of the solar system. Um, oh, so yes. It is, it's kind of one of those moving models that can swivel and you see sick. the different planets. Yeah. I remember this. Yes. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a mini little Ori sitting atop a wrought iron staff. Uh, and you uh, are, at this point, you're the only one really looking at it. So you can do a, an arcana or a religion check or a history check. Um, if others want to join in, you'll have to show it to them. But really, all you're seeing is that it, this, this looks like a really cool staff. I mean, we're going to do an arcana check because all of those are the same. And, and it's a five. <laughs> you, I mean, you feel like, especially since you have started to tap into some magic yourself, some of the arcane arts, you do feel a very faint, dormant humming uh, coming from uh, the central orb that is your world. Mm-hmm. She is intrigued. But hesitant after everything A1 has gone through. So she's going to head back to the bed. Is there a pillow? Are there pillows on the bed? Oh, yeah. There's too many. Too many. You're, what am I however many, However many you're thinking are too many, add two more to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, are there pillow cases on these? Or shams? Oh, oh no. There, yeah, there are. Penny's going to remove a sham from one of the pillows. Wow. And then basically take it over to the staff in the orrery and basically cover the mechanism part of the rod, basically drop it on it and then use that to touch it so she isn't actually touching it herself. It's like a condom. So so you're like Gandalf with a plan here. Yes, it is just like a condom. Thank you so much. Anytime. This is. I'm bringing in a Lord of the Rings reference. Go, Kate. I'm so sorry. Sorry. So so stone faced. So matter of fact, like a condom. Kate, please make a nice Lord of the Rings reference. I did. I said it was like Gandalf with the Palantir. Oh yes, it's like Gandalf with a condom. Perfect combination. <laughs> it's it's um, like when he <laughs> spreads the cloak and it's just like Gandalf the White now. Oh! All right. Seaman, you shall not pass. Uh, oh my God. Oh. <laughs> I'll cut this out. Oh. I'll cut this out. Do I'm going down. I'm going to a dark place. This stays. I'm going down. I'm going to a dark place. This is so bad. I don't think I've ever seen you make that face before. Oh, God, this is this is the yeah, climax. You know you've we gone. You know you've gone too far when Aaron seems slightly shocked. By I'm just it. Like, oh, it's so good. I'm proud. That's what real shame is. Yes. No, Penny um, puts it on and then grabs this, uh, grabs the staff and says, "All right, Eben." She grabs the staff. Um, and just looks at the at the um, looks at the other two and says, "Bag of holding, please." Uh, what what is that? Hold on. What? Yeah. What what you got? What, you can't just snap something... out the bag of holding. Weird stick. Uh, it's something magic, but we don't really have time to get into it. And I can't tell if it's good or bad. So we're gonna 
I've I have a trusty safety method I have used many times uh, that will. Well, I mean, you could let someone more adept at magic try and examine it. Awen, I mean, how am I going to how somebody learn? Okay, Awen is not proven truly the most responsible with magical items, so I just want to put it in the bag. We'll deal with this later. Don't you come at me? How are you going to put it? How do you know it's going to be safe with all of our precious items? We're just going to oh, drop he, it here in. Here you go, Awen. Here's a stick of dynamite. Please carry it around for me. Shove it in your We're bag. Just drop it. It'll be fine. It will just All drop right, it here. in and we'll deal with it Listen, later. I'll make it be quiet. Just put it in there. Hold it open. All right. Penny just drops it in. So, okay. So let me, let me get this straight. Bertram has not seen it. He's only seen like the, the staff part, like the, the longer rod part of it, but not like there's a blanket or a pillowcase covering the top. Same so such thing a good with Awen. Like neither of them know what this actually looks like, and you're just th- <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. As if this is something you have no backpedal in here. Cool. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> we'll talk about that one later after we get on the road. <laughs> if you had a whole plot for that, Kate, I'm sorry. It's gone. It's in my bag of holding. <laughs> This is modular. This is modular planning, baby. Everything, everything will find a it's place. It's a junk drawer. We're never gonna find it again. Just gonna there. reach in. <laughs> Just a bunch of packets of soy sauce and an orrery and butt drugs. Where <laughs> do we still have butt drugs? In there. Every game yes, that we, we play, there are butt drugs. This is insane. Every game that you play with me, yes, there will be. <laughs> All right, uh, you you hear a little clearing of the throat behind you, coming from a. Uh, Adrian's painting. That's not his name. It's Close. Dorian. My God, Dorian's painting. A lot of the same letters. Mm-hmm. I know. Anagram. So, all three of you ready to go? Any hint about what we're about to walk into? Oh, well, I mean, I can tell you are objective. So. I mean, survive, I know. Yes, of course. Uh, there is a sword. Find two parts of it, blade, grip, combine them, and then you'll have one chance to swing it at the right thing. You're going to have to use a little discernment here. But find two parts of the sword, combine it so that it is made once again, and you'll get a really nice, cool thing. And it gets one use. You'll have to choose wisely who or what you swing it at. Did you say two parts of a sword or three parts of a sword? No, I've made it into two. Just the, gr- the grip and blade, yeah, it just sounds like. What you hold and then when the, the cutty part. The cutty. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've forgot cutty. my spell mending. Uh, I mean, how are we supposed to like, weld this together? Uh, I mean... That's part of the challenge, dears. You're going to have to figure that out. But it's it's going to be very beautiful as you do it because you're going to have to go into the art. What? Look. (laughs) And he gestures at the wall behind you. And as he kind of flourishes with his hands and you turn this this curtain, this thick brocade curtain um, parts at the same time and to reveal this fresco, uh, this, this painting that has been applied to the wall. Uh, fresco is a type of mural. Um, so it, this painting that has been applied to the wall that looks 
so real uh, as if you could step right in. As but I'm imagining entrances that way. I'm imagining uh, Super Mario 64. Did anyone play Mario 64 yeah. when you have to jump into yeah, paintings? Yeah, you have to jump into the picture. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I, say, I say, what blue can do, we can too. And I like hop into the paintings. No, I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I think you've used that before. This has I become have, your oh, catchphrase. Man, that's me. <laughs> a, the energy Awen is bringing today is suddenly so cheery. Um, Penny yeah, stands in front of the fresco, but then looks back at Dorian and says, Was there anything in this room that you left for us? I mean, technically, everything is usable if you really want to. But you there know is what I mean. something there, and I don't, I honestly don't remember. Huh. Don't remember who it belonged to. Or even what it was for. But when this was all fresh and new, I remember a sense of urgency. It's helpful. I'm pretty sure it's helpful. Mm-hmm. But that's all I remember. I don't even remember what it was. It was pretty. Can confirm it's pretty. Probably dusty. Mm-hmm. You Penny seem a little put off by eyes. the dust. You seem a little put <laughs> off by the dust, Bertram. He's a Does very low Very lower class. <laughs> he called you poor. Wait, you're not even there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you already you walked see, through. You already, you already I'm in your mind. Into the, I'm using my sending stone. Fresco painting. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the voice from the stone. Penny rolls You look her back eyes. and you see actually like a painting version like of, of Awen <laughs> just chilling there. Yeah, Penny rolls her eyes at Bertram's uh, distraction and walks through the fresco. Fresco? Fresco. Fresco. Fresco, fresco. fresco. I fresco sounds fresco like a fresco too. Fresco sounds that's like a drink at Starbucks. Fresco is yeah. a drink. Fresco is yeah, it's a style of painting. It's a it's a mural technique where you paint with like water-based paint and it goes directly onto wet plaster. It is yeah, a fantasy very, world. Yeah. So in this world it yeah. could be fresco. Uh, You're right. That's the one difference. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, this is the secret like art history uh <laughs> podcast as well hey is, i actually studied that that's so one many... thing i do know a little bit about <laughs> hey uh, art history for... or frescoes i studied art history which includes fresco oh, super so cool. oh that's hell cool. yeah um left alone in the in the room bertram kind of like is still kind of wincing his his new hand and still kind of trying to get adjusted to it the size and the way it moves and he's kind of like gripping and un, kind of unclenching his, his digits. And as he's doing so, he is uh, about to pick up his bag on the floor and he sees that something's fallen out of his like bag. And it's the, the, the woven humanoid figure mm. that Merton gave to us. Mm-hmm. And it's the one that it uh, looks like it's a humanoid uh, with a charm affixed to it. It looks like it's like a small. Yeah, it kind of looks, looks like, like a little heart. little gingerbread man doll, but it's it's made out of woven material. I, yeah. I can't I can't remember if I did this the first time, but uh, again, I think really quickly, I'd like to just kind of with my new hand, trying examining it and holding it. I'd like to do like an Arcana check real quick on the doll or your hand. Yes, on the doll. Okay, just Great. using my new hand as a way of like kind of also 
ap mm. applying that to kind of help me examine it. Got it. Fifteen. Yeah, you you are also hearkening to Merton's quick description, his his cursory description of it. Uh, but you you understand that the magic really lies with the jewel in the center with that you know emanates this this almost this heartbeat like arcane energy to it um and you can tell that it is in messing with this jewel so some kind of significant pressure put on it um that it will counteract something uh but you can't tell like unless you were to use something like detect magic you can't tell like the energy or the type of magic it is or anything um but it does feel warm and protective. Hmm. But I, I have no sense of like how to activate something. All you get is just because of like it's the way you're holding it and even the way that it's nestled inside this doll. It seems like it takes some kind of pressure to, to activate it. Some kind of pressure. So having the bag already kind of all over my shoulder and holding this doll... And I'm examining it and kind of getting that sense. I, I see a, a tag on it that I forgot was on it. And I read it again. And it says, I warn you once more, do not take this challenge. But if you truly want to find the third page, then you must go forward. You must travel through art. And in doing so, I look up towards the painting and still holding the woven doll, I walk through. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Cam Kander? Yeah, that was a strange thing. A prolific creator who disappeared suddenly in 2020. Eccentric, weird, inscrutable. Cam Kander was like a 21st century Howard Hughes. Nothing is known. Cam Kander, man, woman, non-binary person, no idea. Cam Kander, an enigma, a cipher, a mystery. Was Kander a genius or insane? Is there a difference? And one day, Cam Kander vanished into thin air. Off the map, off the radar, like Amelia Earhart. From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Leave me alone. I don't have anything to say about Cam Kander. Comes a shocking six-part documentary series. Cam Kander is a Rorschach test. It's a MacGuffin stuffed inside a red herring, shoved down a rabbit hole that leads to a blind alley. Cam Kander is out there, waiting to make their glorious return. Like a cult leader? No, like a messiah. Discover Who is Cam Kander, a new investigative podcast coming Wednesday, September 1st, wherever you listen to podcasts.